This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the PHNX Rising Live post game show. It's insane over here at Wild Horse Pass. Phoenix Rising beat New Mexico United two to one to move forward in the U.S. Open Cup and into the round of 32. Edwin, how excited are you? Man, I was excited. I feel like it was a jam at the end, especially, you know, a little behind the scenes, but also a little <laughs> bit in the game. I mean, yeah. a little bit later than we expected. But I mean, for me, it's a it's a big win because we didn't have to see extra time. I think yeah. with this team, we're so used to. Uh, seeing extra time in these type of games, but mm-hmm. they got it done late. They're moving on, and there's a lot of possibilities of who they play and all that. So I know a lot of fans are going to maybe wake up to watch that draw tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to be an early draw tomorrow. Uh, they're not going to win until Friday, like the last round. So very exciting. We're all going to be looking forward to that. But tonight, we got to celebrate because tonight we just took care uh, or Rising took care of New Mexico. That's why this episode is called the New Mexico Green Chili Devil. Because they took care of them back-to-back. It's insane. Oh, man. Uh, Shout-out to Alex, Scott, uh, Durden, Tyler. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Yeah, man. Let us know your thoughts. How did you feel about the game? Uh, Edwin, I thought the the lineup was a little interesting uh, because we – uh, Owen uh, gave us the lineup, and we're all kind of just scrambling, looking at each other like, what the heck is going on? What is Rick thinking? Um, But fortunately, it worked out. That early goal, I think, kind of set everything – for rising and they were able to kind of play at their tempo after getting that early goal. Uh, in your opinion, what was the key to, to victory tonight? For first of all, I think this you start off with a big point right there. Is these open cups kind of lend to more of experimenting, yeah. and that's what we saw tonight. I mean, it seemed like on on paper it's like a three four three, but it, you know it clearly is like a five back mm-hmm. when they're on defense. So it was very interesting. And for me, what was exciting is seeing someone like Channing Chaston in the lineup. Yep. A lot of these guys who we don't get to see playing regular minutes, starting minutes. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was exciting to see that. But I think the key for the goal was finally the link-up play at the end because I think that goal uh, – because I don't – I'm not going to look too much at the first goal because obviously deflection. It was a yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the second goal, the beautiful link-up play, the play by all those guys, Santi coming, playing the mm-hmm. part, even Channing Chaston, as I mentioned, I think – just that aspect and being able to grind out the game because New Mexico had their chances here and there, but yeah. I never felt like they were super threatening like the whole time. You yeah, know? no, definitely. I think comparing it to Saturday's performance, this was a lot better from Rising. Maybe New Mexico just wasn't really caring too much about this game, but I think 
Rising's performance tonight spoke volumes about what type of team they are, especially after giving up that goal. And everybody kind of looked around each other and said, oh, man, here we go again. We're going to go to extra time. Yeah. But no, they composed themselves. They said, you know what? We Let's bring in the big guns. They brought in Hurst. They brought in Santi. Uh, Channing Chaston, I thought, personally played a really great game. And just a little note, it's his first ever professional start. Um, and so for him to, to play like that and be, you know, be able to contribute to, to the team, I thought was outstanding. And yeah. so he was able to get that pass to Santi, who was then able to connect with Hurst in the box. And here's the thing about Hurst, man. I cannot say enough things about him. I doubted him at the beginning of the preseason, but he's shown us time and time again that no matter the competition, no matter the opponent, he's going to come through if you give him a chance. And so yeah. I'm really happy that Hurst was able to get that second goal and get the one in 90 minutes, man, because that's yeah. what that's the thing we were worrying, that they weren't able to get it Hurst, done in 90 minutes. Yeah, I think you made a good point. I think Hurst has been that guy all year long. Like, he's been the number nine. Nothing to discredit Rapetto yeah. and, and Richmond Antwi, but I think it's been clear all year long that the answer's been Greg. Greg's, Greg gets involved. Greg Greg is always part of the goal when it seems like rising yep. is threatening. So mm -hmm. it, that part was exciting. You kind of mentioned it there, how we both thought it was going to go to extra time. I think the moment for me that highlighted that mm -hmm. was that Ryan Flood miss. Yeah. Where I thought he was going to convert that. I think it's heartbreaking. I think Alex, Alex mentioned it in the comments. How that was a little heartbreaking. But Rising had their chances. I yeah. think this team is progressing and more creative. Mm -hmm. And I kind of told you in text where I think sometimes they rely too much on the wings. Yeah. I think sometimes just take your runs, go through the middle because mm -hmm. there's chances and they create chances through that. I just think it's a lot, a lot of what's left for this team is converting those chances. Too. Yeah. Like I mentioned the Ryan flood chance. I think there was a, another one by Madrid that was well saved over there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to even think of another one that doesn't even pop up. My Kalistri head. had a shot on goal. Babu had a chance. Yeah. Uh, I think Epps, here, let's talk Epps, about Epps yeah, for a little bit because yeah. everyone played well. I thought Epps had a lot of opportunities to be a little bit more influential in the game. But for some reason or another, he would either stop and try to pass out like uh, like you're saying, Edwin, or not continue with the play. That's the only thing that I would kind of highlight about the offense tonight that I, I feel like Epps just needs to go for it, you know? Yeah. In the second half, he came out a little bit more uh, assertive. He was able to take those those shots at goals. Unfortunately, they were a little bit wide or, or way over the goal. But I think Rick told him, like, look, you're open. Your teammates are fine. They're going to be there. But go ahead and take those shots because we need Epps uh, or Rising needs Epps to be able to space out by taking those shots. Because once he becomes a little bit more dangerous and the defense knows that he's capable of taking those shots, the spaces are going to open for his teammates. And that's when he's he can be a little bit more influential on that side of the ball. No, I agree with you. I think we're in a celebrating mood, right? And we're not here to be somber. No, or no, 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 like no, no, no. Don't no. get me wrong. <laughs> but we'll be a little somber in the sense that we all expecting a little more out of Marcus Epps because yeah. I think he, we've been giving him time, right? And I, I've been a proponent. I'm giving him to the Miami to, you know, start, start converting his chances, yep. do that. But it just seems like this year he seems a little hesitant. He mm -hmm. seems like we thought the Marcus Epps that we were going to get was going to be the guy who beats a lot of the one-on-one -on -one yeah. and the wing that sets up the play a lot. And it seems like a lot of the one-on-one -on -one battles, it's 50-50 if he's going to win it. Mm -hmm. And that if, sometimes it leans more toward the defense. Yeah. Some of the chances, as you mentioned, he – he has days to take them, or when he does take them, it, it just seems like it's right at the goalie. So mm -hmm. I just think for, for Marcus, he, he he's progressing, and that's what I've been saying. Yeah. But I think that sooner or later, you got to put it all together because mm -hmm. how much time are you going to wait? Because we saw Santi Moore. He came in, and he already could Santi wanted to play, man. When I got to the stadium, it was around 5.30. He was out there with his chanclas. He was in the sandals just walking around the – the pitch because he really wanted to play tonight. And I think he, you saw it on the pitch. He was everywhere, even though he wasn't able to score. 
he was able to put that assist for Hurst. And so he was influential in that side of the game. And he just wanted to be there. So definitely, that yeah. we missed something. Exactly. And for me, my question then to you is because we, we mentioned how Hurst played well. Yeah. And we mentioned the possibility in our last post game how we could possibly see a pairing of Rapetto and Hurst because they mm-hmm. we like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you might see Santi replace Epps. So do we see maybe Santi you know, who's now fully fit can kind of play those minutes for Marcus Epps? Or yeah. do you think they're going to still put Marcus, Santi in the wings and trust someone like Greg Hurst up there? Because yeah, I think that's a big question to be asked now. Yeah, no, and I know Rick said this in the preseason that they might he might tinker with different formations depending on the players and how he sees them fit. I, I really like that pairing of Santi Moore and Hurst up top towards yeah. the end of the game. There were, you know, the last two, I think at that point, Rising was playing like a 4-4-2 and just, you know, their chemistry and then their ability to already know where to go. I think we were able to see in that goal and also in different opportunities where either Rodriguez was coming down the flank or you saw Channing Chaston. And again, who had a great game Yeah, down the right sideline and able to, to put in those crosses. So, I like that pairing. Will we see it again? I don't think so, at least not for right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it, they worked out great, especially for Santi coming back from that injury. He looked yeah. he looked well. So. I mean, I think the important thing is just seeing Santi fit. I mm-hmm. think a lot of fans, you got to be happy, obviously, because of the win, first of all. You got to yeah. celebrate it. Yeah. But to see see players like Babu even, you know, being yep. fully fit and be able to play and create chances the way he does. Mm-hmm. The team, I think, is finally getting back to fully fit. Obviously, there's, you know, things that are long-term injuries. But yeah. to see... Santi more to see Babu. I think that's just one of the highlighting and keys of the game for me because obviously mm-hmm. you're going to look at the game and you're going to highlight the goals and all that. For me, yeah. at least it was a bright spot to see those two return and Channing Chaston, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. to see the way he played. He was exciting as as Durden said in the comments. For sure. Uh, Durden said uh, start of the second half was a little stressful with how fast and intense uh, New Mexico came out. We looked very flat for a bit. Yeah, there was a, a bit like a 15-20 minute spell where I think Lunt had to come on, come in clutch again um, and, and stop uh, New Mexico from scoring. So that was something that uh, we had to take a look at. So uh, Scott says Rising had a lot of uh, chances too, just kept sending the ball skyward. Exactly right. Uh, Durden says Chaston is very exciting to watch. Uh, Flood had a, had some chances as well. Alex, uh, good point here. Epps had that breakaway and it just fizzled. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit strange. Yeah, so. a little strange. Um, Pat Moses, great match. Imagine if the front office actually would have put some effort into marketing this match. And getting butts into the seat. To, to your point, Edwin, you were telling me about that a little bit earlier. Yeah, so for me, right, I, I get it's a midweek game. It's USL. I think they're waiting for the US Open Cup if they host it here for an MLS team. Sure. Yeah. But you would like to see some effort, I think, to, you know, get the fans out, you know, some promotion, all that. Yeah. Because I, on the way I was driving here, like I was telling you, um, the billboard, as I was passing by, it was rising. So I was like, oh, cool. It's, it's cool to see yeah, rising. Yeah, down the 10. Yeah, yeah. and I tend to a rising billboard. Mm-hmm. And I look up, it says next game Miami. I was like, well, I'm on my way to work. And so we're forgetting about tonight's today game <laughs> against New Mexico. Either I'm not, I'm not doing this right, or they're not. So for you sure, would, you would at least they would hope to put some effort, maybe in the billboard, at least put that the next game is New Mexico because we'll clearly see. it's not Miami. We'll not, see. not the next game, but yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe the MLS team, you know, they'll put a little bit more marketing into that. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna talk about OG's brands. If you guys didn't know, it's 4:20. So if you guys are at home, relaxing, chilling, doing your thing. Uh, definitely you don't want to forget about OG's Brands. 420 is here. You can stop by your local dispensary and celebrate with our friends at OG's. They're good people with amazing scratch-made THC gummies. Um, and if you weren't able to fun, uh, join the fun last Friday at Bud the Palooza, you can definitely join the fun by going to a dispensary and getting some OG's Brands. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com 
That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find some OGs near you. I do want to point out that Sean didn't send the the OGs with uh, Edwin. So yes. it's not our fault that I'm not taking them tonight. Please Just comments, throw heads don't up. blame it on me. I know a lot of comments are going to be mad. Edwin's back. He didn't bring the OGs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. We, we tried to have a fun 420, a happy 420, yeah. but we couldn't deliver. But, uh, <laughs> but if you're at home relaxing and chilling or after the game, uh, you know, props to you. Happy 420 to you guys. Um, yeah. Do we have a DraftKings king of the game? We do. I mean, we're talking about a little bit of happiness. Let's and do the it. man who delivered it today, the DraftKings king of the game, is the man himself who scored the goal. Greg Hurst with the late one. Mr. Greg Hurst with the, a beautiful flick of the ball Maybe, for yeah. a goal. And then I, I love the fact that he ran straight to where the rising bench ones and right, uh, right behind that was where the New Mexico fans were. And he just waved them off because he's like, have a great trip. True. Because he was, he sent them home packing. And it's, I think it's the second time we gave Greg Hurst the DraftKings King of the Game. The first time we actually gave the right photo. I'll be, I'll admit that. Last time we <laughs> did, did we put Quinn, Quinn last time. <laughs> I'm sorry. This time we actually gave it to Greg Hurst. He deserved it. I mean, he got the like goal. That's why we're here celebrating in a happy mood as Owen with a big smile already. You know what? I'd like to start now. If you want, you want to know my first thoughts. Let's do it. So I'm going to actually just reference the guys right behind us by here um, during that game. We had uh, the New Mexico fans, right? They were right by there. And yep. in that second half, I definitely heard them chanting in response to the chance you had coming out the south end. You know, who needs Santi Mar when you got Nico Brett? Well, a little bit of wisdom I'd like to impart here. It, it came not directly, but indirectly off of Santi Mar's head, which is that he has, in fact, gifted them a home draw in the next round of the cup, namely that they will be at home because they're not in it. Oof. But... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Wow, what a, what a night. What a night. It's, you know, I don't think it was the best performance by Rising overall that we're going to have seen. Um, but you just have to think about what this means, right? This is the first time since 2018 that Phoenix Rising has won a knockout match in 90 minutes. Yeah. This is the first time since 2014 that the state of Arizona Ooh. has had a team in the fourth round of the U.S. Open Cup. That last time, time, Arizona United played against LA Galaxy. Over in Peoria Sports Complex, the baseball stadium, wow. they lost two nil in that match. Two one, sorry, in that match after taking the lead. Wow, that's close crazy. game. It's so you're gonna, saying there's gonna some be history with Galaxy coming to the valley, the thing, right? And I say this, <laughs> I say this at risk of if you're listening back to this later, later, you yeah. know, you hopefully the groups are out by then. <laughs> I, I'm like panickingly refreshing U.S. Open Cup, the Twitter account, and just trying to see. Have they put the groups up yet? Have they put the groups up yet? Yeah. Here's what we know. Should we talk about the draw? Uh, let's talk about the game. Little All right, we'll, we'll come back the to draw. the draw. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get these groups for you. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get these groups. But yeah. oh, sure. So, Owen, thoughts tonight? Uh, rising go up really early in the game. Uh, New Mexico, I think off of, of, you know, miscommunication between Lambert and Lunt there, they were able to get back um, and tie it one-to-one. Ultimately, Hurst was able to push Phoenix forward and into the round of 32. You said it wasn't their best game, but did you think it was a, a good enough game to get past this New Mexico tonight? Well, they won. Well, obviously. But I, mean, <laughs> but I, mean, uh, I was trying to say. Was I, get compared, compared I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're Saturday, saying. Yeah. Look, it's, ultimately, you had a team that did create actually quite a few chances rising. There yeah. were a few that they probably should have put away and didn't. Um, one that really comes to mind early on is Ryan Flood and the fact that he, uh, you know, had that shot that went right at the goalkeeper on the one-on-one in the second half. When it was one-all, you're just almost tearing your hair out. Like, surely, surely you should be tucking that one away. Yeah. And he doesn't. You can see the frustration. There, you can man. see the yeah. frustration. But 
when you look beyond that, you know, yeah, there were a couple of other opportunities. Marcus Epps in the first half, that one where he's going through, and he, he should have done a lot better with that one, shouldn't he? Yeah, Let's we, be talk, we were, talked about it. It was a it, quick yeah. break. They, there's like three of them coming up and maybe one, mm -hmm. two defenders. You've got to do better with that. So, hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, Greg Hurst came in in the second half and was able to put it away. How did you like that combination of Hurst and Santi up top in the latter stages of the game? I think that every game we watch Greg Hurst, we are shown more and more that he is a player that we should be very happy to see here in Phoenix, having signed from Omaha mm -hmm. over the offseason. He's keeps proving that he can do it. He keeps showing that he is very capable of playing in this yeah. at this level. Um, this is the second game in a row that Greg Hurst has scored the winner against New Mexico United. We might have a new New Mexico killer on the loose. Oh, hey, Joey, Joey's going to He's be coming upset for about Joey's crown. <laughs> Joey, Joey Calistri here. Yeah. Now, of course, Joey didn't get credited with that first goal. Did a lot um, of the work, though. We all He know. did the work. He did yeah. the work. If he spoke to him after the game, he'll tell you it was a shot. It was Ooh. a shot. I'm not sure it was. But was he trying to chip he'll it tell you. He'll trying tell to? you it's okay. a shot. He'll wow. tell you it's a shot. At least he sticks with the guns. <laughs> I got to give it to him. But yeah. back to Greg. I mean, yeah. just as a player, he's he keeps performing. When we see him in the, you know, again, on the weekend, tonight, uh, in the opening game of the season, he scores. You know, he's yeah. he's definitely coming into himself. Now, there's two games in a row he scored in. You know, it's, it's just good to see that I think he has adjusted well to this level. He's definitely got, and I know Rick definitely spoke to mm -hmm. his intelligence, his ability to read the game. His positioning and all of that, you know, his ability to know where to be yeah. at the right moment to, to actually make things happen. But you're seeing also the other side of things as well. Rick might talk about his strength and his pace not quite being there. And maybe there's still room to work on there. But, yeah. but ultimately, you can still get it done. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah, no, even in that Ryan Flood chance, Greg Hurst lets the ball go knowing that Flood is going to be open right behind him. Unfortunately, Flood wasn't able to get the, the score, but... That awareness and that ability to bring his team, uh, his teammates into the game, you know, where else are you going to see that? That's an it's incredible quality from Hurst. I, I was telling him, uh, Edwin, uh, earlier that I doubted him in the preseason because you see Repetto, you know, six Why foot three. Why doubt uh, him? Why I was calling for Hurst in the preseason. Because, you know, I was... <laughs> no, he look and and Why did you point, doubt him? Because of you know he was coming up from a a, a lower league to the USL. You know he's. Physically, I don't think he was all there. He's still not all there. But he's able to make up by his offensive awareness, his technical yeah. ability with his feet. And he's proving me wrong by scoring these goals and, and you know, uh, helping Rising win. So, you know, shout out to him. Guys, can we, can we take a minute to just, unfortunately, if you're watching at home, you can't see this. But there's a uh, New Mexico United van down there. Do people want to wave it off? Is it stalling? Oh, yeah, there is a van over there. <laughs> there is a big van down there, which is We Are United on want, the side. Summer's what's the does. trip to? Is it eight hours? <laughs> Ten hours to New Mexico? It's a nice that's long tough. trick back home after you've lost two games. Isn't yeah, it? that's not fun so, at all. So two talk, games in a week. Ooh. Talking about doubting, Owen. Not going to name names here, but the fans were excited about changing chess and and the performance he played. I mean, I'm still I, not I, convinced. I think, he, and you have to bear in mind. I think chat, he overhits go get the cross. Him. Go get him, chat. I think he overhits the cross that ultimately leads to that goal. You don't think that was on purpose? No, I don't think it was on purpose. I okay. think he overhits it. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he had. I think he had a great game due to the fact that he was able to, with his quickness, put the New Mexico back line kind of on their heels. I know you're not going to agree with me. I thought he had a great well, game for him being his first he's, he's professional very, game. very good player in yeah. terms of paces. And, I mean, we were talking in the presser afterwards, and it was brought up that, you know, oh, this was almost a rising like, A-team kind of out there. And Rick just turned around and went, 
we had a kid who, you know, was making his first professional. And he played great. Pot, like, start. He played fine. He played fine. I'll <laughs> it's give you his that. first professional start. But I think there's a lot to work on saying. still. He wants him to do like an overhead bicycle but, kick. But here's, the thing. Here's, the thing. here's the thing. This is Phoenix Rising. This is Phoenix Rising, and the expectations are there. Mm-hmm. I agree. I okay? Agree. Yeah. And so it's fine. I agree. The standard you want to see. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and here's the other problem, right, is that ultimately if Rising was blowing teams away and were winning games 5-6-0, as we've seen in, yeah. well, not quite to that extent, but by multiple goals, you're going to see a lot of his, um, a lot more of him off the bench. Yeah. But when you're playing these close games, do you want to play someone to develop them? Mm. That's where Rising over the years has struggled, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily the best for developing players yeah. for the very simple reason that you're not going to just get game time, okay? <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't, look at, get, don't look at the chat, Owen. If you need game time to try and, like, improve there, no, you're not going to get it. To your point, I, Rising had a, haven't it. had a great start. We talked to us about when the lineups came out. Um, and the fact that he wasn't going to get these opportunities, but yeah. Rick looked at him today and said, you know what, this is your chance, kid. Yeah, for, for me, though, right, I think one of the main things that we're, we're you know, <laughs> we want to see improvement from Channing is his crosses and all in his past. But I feel like that's been an issue universally. You know, that's very that, true. Like, who, that's very who true. have we highlighted that's been very good at crossing? Yeah. Uh, so I think Channing's just jumping on the board, and he gives you something different. I think... For me, in my comparison, I'm comparing him to maybe someone like Marcus and what he can offer. For me, I think he beat more of the one-on-ones. He was willing to take that on yeah. and create more chances, which is why I give him my thumbs up. And I thought he played good because, yes, we can this the kid for his crossing. But I feel like that's been something that's been needs I mean, to be and, and if he on. wasn't playing great, then, you know, Darnell King would have been in a lot earlier. You know, I think Chaston did fine. I think he did great. That's something that he could improve on. See, there's and, the thing. here's the thing, right? You start with saying you did fine, then you say you did great. Which one is it? Because those are two very different things, <laughs> right? Did he do fine be- or did he do great? I'm like, saying he did great. As far I, as I, I think I'm he putting did it in the fine. Club. I think he did fine. I don't know. I don't again, understand your hate for for him tonight. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what would hate. you? It's not hate. It's overhype. <laughs> it's not overhype. It's his first game. I'm encouraging him to ass. continue to play great. I don't want people blowing smoke up the ass of a kid who's just making his <laughs> now, first. Now, okay. Start do I think he should start the next game? Do, if you ask me that, do you think he should start the next game against Miami? I don't think so. No. He can remain on the bench. He can play maybe the second part of a, uh, the second half of that game for all, for all I care, but. The fact that he played great tonight in a, in a must-win game, in my opinion, and he showed it on the field, I think that's right. commendable. You know what? You you know have what? To say We've that. got someone staring at us right now, so we're going to invite him back in. It's the Open Cup. Can yes! we please get Look at him. He's all, please look get at all dapper. The time man. Look at all dapper. Jake Anderson. Here. Come on in, Jake. Here, let's not cut Come off on. your head like you can, last uh, time. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to cut off your head. There you go. Sit down in that seat. So, Jake, okay. I need your views on this one. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Channing from today? From today, just from you know, listening to what you guys have just been talking about, I do side with you. Thank you. As uncommon as that does happen. What? It's a rare one. It's but, a rare one. But, we but normally let me say why. In, in the fact that I don't think he played great, but I don't necessarily know if we can really point to anyone and say they played out of their minds. They played great for the full yeah. ninety. He played fine. He played good. And then I, I do agree. I wouldn't start him based on tonight's performance. I would not start him against Miami, but. He was serviceable. He showed that he can be an option, perhaps off the bench later in the year. He did what he needed to tonight. They played a different formation, as Rick told us post-match, that they changed because of what happened on on Saturday. And he filled in and did what he was asked to do. So in that regard, it's kind of like Joey Calistri and where, like, he does just what you need him to do. And then if you give him enough chances, he might surprise you one of these times. But to me, Joey Calistri gets more output. 
And we haven't seen Channing that much. This is the kid making a professional debut. And I agree with that. It's not a debut, it's his start. It's start, excuse me, start. It's a distinction. It's a professional start. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I apologize. But this man's barely gone minutes. We can't be judging him compared to the Kalistris. This is like, because he's clutch Kalistri, yeah? And, yes. and he's built that brand, right? He's gone to that point. This is Channing, who is, you did well. I'm not saying he did fantastic, blow your mind, get his jersey. But he did well. He did his role. He offered something different, and he and he was good enough for the win. So we got to let him pro- progress, get some minutes. Should he start against Miami? I agree with Ramon. No, but... U.S. Open Cup's a perfect time for someone like Cheney to get minutes. This isn't my show, so tell me to shut up if I need to. No, no, go let ahead. me pose this question. <laughs> I normally tell you to shut up, Jake. It's okay. <laughs> who play, Who do you, th- in your opinion, you guys play better tonight, Channing or Marcus? Channing. I'm with you on that. Channing, but that, again, that's, I think, the Marcus had a poor performance. And this is a great one. Let's link it back in, because in the chat right now, we got Pat Moses saying, Marcus is Forbes 2.0. Ooh. Final thoughts on that. Well, well, I, Final thoughts. I we'll let you go after you answer that one. But Marcus I think is that's Forbes a little tomorrow. harsh just because we're so early. But, but having knowing what Billy Forbes was and seeing how Marcus has performed up until this point in the season, I can understand why fans can start to feel that way. Yeah. But again, it, it's way too. It's April, boys. I mean, we still have until November for playoffs. So. I, we've seen what Marcus can do. Um, I heard Owen talking earlier about the chance that he he missed. Uh, yeah. He was on the break and just wasn't even able to get a shot off. Um, we've been seeing a lot of that. But if, if he can clean up and do what we've seen him do back when he was with San Antonio, uh, I think he's the signing that uh, that they want him to be. Fair. All right, Jake, we'll thank, thank you for your quick appearance. Now kindly piss off and <laughs> hand the mic back to Ramon. Thanks for having uh, me. And I'll, I'll continue with yeah, this. Uh, I'll continue with the talk now on Marcus. Right, the The issue that people are having, I think, is that he came in with such... High expectations. And yep. part of that is just you're replacing Solomon Asante. That's tough. That's tough for anyone to do to replace Solomon Asante. He's also wearing Solo's number on his back while playing in Solo's position. Talk about pressure. Yeah. Pressure, expectation, all of that. He came in with, um, and uh, Jet, just to add on here as well, sorry, he's making a good point as well that Marcus isn't a locker room cancer, it seems. <laughs> if we're going to talk about Billy Forbes, maybe that's a worthwhile addition. That's right there. Um, that's but when, you, when you're thinking more broadly, uh, I see why people draw that thing because they're a bit reticent after you've brought in one highly touted San Antonio winger into this club and it doesn't work out. You bring in another highly touted San Antonio winger and it feels like it's not working out again. Yeah. Again, maybe it's early to hit the panic button, but the thing is the performances haven't been up to scratch so far. What do you think the issue is, though? Because we can clearly see it on the field that he's not being himself. We saw it in San Antonio how he can take over a game. He can hit those long-range shots from either foot. But when it comes to, you know, that break that uh, Jake was just talking about, he completely just stops and tries to look for a teammate instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to take this on and take care of this myself. So what's the issue? What's going on? I just think it's... Oh, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard. The thing is, he's not a huge goal scorer, which yeah. is a starting point, right? Um, he's not necessarily a good cross for the ball um, or hasn't been so far this year. So what can he bring then? It's difficult because what, what we're seeing a lot of from him is this attempt to get inside that isn't quite working, mm-hmm. followed by a cut backwards, yeah. and then stuff just stalls. Or he's lost the ball because he's lost it trying to cut in. Mm-hmm. And, and that's difficult, really, to work out. How do you do? What, what are you doing? You you need to get more support around him. 
what it feels like right now is it's almost like at times the decision making isn't quite there. Mm. Um, and that's normally a bad sign. You think um, he's hesitating due to the fact that he's playing maybe with better players than he did in San Antonio and he's trying it's to get really them the ball? It's a really interesting question. Or, or defense is playing him differently than he would have back then. Yeah. Um, it's a difficult question. I definitely think that whatever it is, he's it's not necessarily his abilities mm -hmm. in terms of his, his actual abilities with the ball at his feet. I think it's more about just for whatever reason, things just aren't quite going as quickly as they should do in his head. And he's not quite making the right decisions all the time. Um, yeah. And it, you'd hope that that isn't, that's just a current form type thing or a confidence or, mm -hmm. or whatever, something like that. Because this is a guy, again, who's had at least some success elsewhere or has come in highly touted. So clearly people see something in yeah. it. Right, and you wouldn't do that, especially in this league, unless you've got the head on your shoulders to, to be able to make it happen. So, I don't know. It's it's a strange one. Quite, I, I mean, other people will point to it and say, "Well, he scored goals or he's had assists." Like mm -hmm. stuff has happened along the way, and it, it has, right? Yeah. Um, you know, even looking at the weekend, he, he got the assist, didn't he? If you want to give him an assist on that, yeah. I mean, you can you can question the amount of ground that Greg then covered. Is it worthy of an assist? All of that, but. He was the last one to play the ball free to Greg before Greg scored in that game. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It's yeah. it's a difficult one. I'm not really sure how you pinpoint what you do to fix it. Yeah, it's yeah hard. Is it more time? Is it, you know, maybe having come off the bench, a little bit more free-flowing? Free whereby, again, we all love to be more time, more time, more time. We talk about it every <laughs> week. We do. Time. Like, it's Phoenix Rising. It, what? That's why it's I a weird one because the patience that maybe people should get, yeah. they never get at this club. Well, this is we why need to be clear yeah. about that. They do not get that patience yeah. here because they are expected to dominate this league. Mm -hmm. That's why I brought up the question. I kind of want to propose that to you quickly, Owen, is I asked, uh, I asked Ramon because we saw the return of Santi and he seems to getting more fit and getting there. So with the return of Santi, could we see possibly the trio of maybe Rapetto, Hurst, and Santi given the form that Hearst is on. You, it feels like you got to start Hearst. The question is Rapetto. Do you start him in that spot? And do you form that trio, or, or do you go back to the starters where it was Epps, Santi, and uh, and Hearst? If it was me, yeah. Oh, what will Rick do? Both. <laughs> I mean, you can give both. Well, I don't know what Rick will do. That's yeah. that's the easiest way. I mean, we saw it uh, tonight with one. the lineup. <laughs> because these guys are all making their case. I mean, again, yeah. Greg Hurst has scored in two successive games, right? One of which was off the bench. Mm -hmm. How do you drop a guy who's playing that kind of football and like then you know, especially a striker talk about confidence talk yeah. about the confidence you've come off of a game like that with. Mm -hmm. so you kind of got to leave him out there then you want to get more out there more had a hand in this goal yep and then you know ideally i think he wants to leave claudio out there i don't know i, I personally it seems would, like you really want claudio out there would, to kind of pick up that goal scoring and that's why he's giving him so much time depending on fitness and all things like that mm. i personally would probably go with the the one that you're suggesting, which is that Epps makes way for Moa and you want to see Hurst in there and, and Claudio up top. But I don't know. It's it's a complicated one because, again, especially this week, part of that comes down to fitness and all kind of factors like that. It's, yeah. it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the U.S. Open Cup and what's going to happen uh, tomorrow with the draw and some of the results tonight. But before we do that, I do want to talk to you about DraftKings. Uh, yeah, as you guys know, if you guys probably watched the Suns game yesterday, <laughs> that fell to the Pelicans. Uh, and that means that NBA, the NBA playoffs are back. So it's okay. It's okay. I said Suns in five. I said Suns in five. He said you, Pelicans. Your only prediction was they were going to win the first game. So the Pelicans, they lost so. the second game. So and that was kind of close. But <laughs> but if you uh, haven't yet, you can get on the uh, on the action of the first round of the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. You guys can bet the, the Suns. You can guys can bet them to the moon. And I want to hear it like Espo says it. To the moon. To the moon. Like <laughs> as Espo long as that it. hamstring heals. Oh, my God. That you got to get that hamstring. It's okay, that baby. That yeah, good. you shouldn't have dapped them up. Uh, yeah. And so if you guys haven't yet, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You do have to be 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Speaking of the Suns. Yes, sir. Can we shout our, uh, our boy Gerald? Flying yeah. out there to uh, New Orleans. The Big Easy. His- in his Phoenix Rising T-shirt. Oh, man. He was wearing a Phoenix Rising T-shirt today. Oh, so. yeah. Props to yeah. him, man. <laughs> I hope he donates his hamstring to Booker, man. Because yeah. uh, at this point. You can take mine. It's not much good, but he, <laughs> you can take mine. So. Uh, but I'm still confident. I know Alex is in the comments. Suns in five without Booker for at least a couple games. I don't think Booker will come back until game six, honestly. And that's fine because I don't think they need him. I think I, I think the issue is Aiden had a bad game. They had a terrible game. It, went, it had to go all wrong for the Pelicans to win that game yeah. i think that Pelicans they're still a crazy. great team and the the season wasn't a fluke yeah. so i think that the suns will bounce back it's like yeah. a team of stars underperforming in a playoff game Uh-oh. oh no we can't be talking Uh-oh. this is a good i'm dropping today. it it's a good show it's, it's a, a good, good show, show today. today it's a good show today before we move on to the u.s <laughs> open cup i do want to point out jose's comments says green chili and t- enchiladas tonight uh, <laughs> <laughs> the green, the green chili double is yeah, the headline the green for this chili one. Doubles, exactly. oh yeah oh yeah uh, but yeah shout out to everybody in the comments thank you all right, what's going to happen? Uh, round of 32, Phoenix Rising. I haven't seen this since 2014. What's going to happen? I am panickingly refreshing. Come on, Open Cup. Give <laughs> us the groups. <laughs> They're not giving us the groups yet. It's okay. It's okay. I'll Hopefully, they'll come in before we go off air. But um, so tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., set your alarms. U.S. Soccer's YouTube page or the Open Cup Twitter account. The live draw for the round of 32, the fourth round of the U.S. Open Cup. Each, from what we gather from the way this has been described so far, um, including an email that U.S. Soccer sent out mm-hmm. uh, this morning, the draw will work like this. All 32 teams were divided into eight groups of four based on geography. Same as the geographic regions we had for this one. Okay. But the geographic regions will be different based on who has gotten through and all of that. Each of them will have one of the eight MLS teams entering at this round. Ooh. So that is the eight MLS teams that finished the highest last season. Okay. So you got, from the West perspective, people we want to be looking at, you've got the Portland Timbers. You've got the Seattle Sounders. You've got the Colorado Rapids, Ooh. of course, and uh, Denver coming for you. Um, <laughs> but, it, again, it's a regionalized draw. Mm-hmm. It, one of them will be in each of the eight groups, and okay. then the rest will be sorted according to geography and i'm just please open cup please give us the groups <laughs> my best guess and i'm probably about to be proven completely and utterly wrong clip it <laughs> is you saying clip it i'm just guessing i'm telling you i don't know these guys work in weird ways yeah. my best guess is that rising gets put in a group with the two northern colorado uh, sorry northern california mm-hmm. not northern colorado shout out to them for the cup set today um the two northern colorado teams uh I keep saying it. One more time. One more time. Northern California. We we get there. 
of uh, San Jose Earthquakes and Sacramento Republic. Ooh. Interesting. The reason I think that is because the three teams in Southern California are all in either LA or Orange County. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they're going to be split up. Mm. Then what I see happening is, and this is kind of how we saw the Rising and, and Tucson work out on who was going where, mm -hmm. was they'll do a draw tonight, presumably, to work out who's in which. Okay. And that'll be between Portland and Seattle. So Portland will go into one of those. Seattle will go into the other. So I think that we will see a group tomorrow that is Portland or Seattle, mm -hmm. San Jose Earthquakes, Sacramento Republic, and Phoenix Rising. Now, I have been told that Phoenix Rising has applied to host a fourth round wow. game. So they will be in that. the draw for a home match tomorrow morning. Now, how is that determined? If we will the MLS see, team I'm guessing or... we're going to see the envelopes again. Okay. And we're just going to literally see them say, well, all these teams can host or there you these go. teams can't Corey, host. Corey with the right idea, Rising versus Rapids. That's now, what we want. That's what we, we want. want. Rising Ace Rapids. I want I a Galaxy. I fear it won't but... happen. I want Galaxy. Too. I want you, Torito. The NVR is not ready for <laughs> Rising against you're, Colorado. You're Rapids. not ready for Owen. They are not ready for the three of us. The, the pre-match is us three versus their show. <laughs> <that> match. <laughs> I got Owen scoring the hat. <laughs> I think we could do it. He gave it a red card, too. Yeah, look at him. He's ready. I mean, he's got the... He's, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so, ready for this. So, Owen, Edwin... What, in your opinion, would be the best case scenario for Rising here? Playing at home against who? Who would you like to see? <sighs> San Jose just got rid of their their head coach. A little bit of a turmoil over there. If we if they are yeah, drawn. and they put five on Bay Cities tonight. I know it's Bay Cities, yeah. right? But I yeah. think a matchup, right? Because I think with the U.S. Open Cup for me, mm -hmm. you want to face an MLS team, right? You want to. I, I yeah. don't want. I think they've leveled up. But I, that's because you look at it and say Sacramento Republic. If you lose to Sacramento Republic, it feels like kind of crap like like yeah. tonight if they'd have lost tonight mm -hmm. it would feel bad because you're like well we're one of the best teams in the league you should be winning this game yep that's oh, you'd yeah. hope so at least but, but what you've got if you play an mls team even if you lose that game you can go out there without pressure and if you lose that game you go well they're in a high league mm -hmm. but you've got a real chance of an upset and we've seen that a few Cup times set. now yeah the up the giant killings can we get a shout out two league one teams have yeah. knocked out MLS teams in their own stadium. That is insane. Union Omaha. Yesterday, <laughs> shout out to uh, Gabriel Claudio. Oh, yeah. The yeah, trialist, right? Trial here. Yeah, he's on oh, trial yeah. here. That's true. He played, he hey, played yesterday for Union Omaha. Look at that. And I mean, I know Greg mentioned, you know, he's happy to see that they got through. Um, mm -hmm. Because he's former team. Um, and then Northern Colorado Hailstorm winning in Salt Lake, so we are not going Ooh. to Salt Lake City. We know that. Thanks. There'll be no Thank trips you. to Salt Lake City this year. But I don't know. We'll see. It's fun, man. The U.S. Open Cup has been really fun. Uh, we were watching the Rochester uh, game against Motown. Hang on a minute. That went to penalties. Oh, the groups. The groups. The groups. We've got the groups. Breaking news. Breaking news. we got the groups. Breaking Northern news. Pacific, Sounders, Sacramento, Phoenix Rising, and San Jose Earthquakes. Called it. He called it. Called it. Thank wow. you very much. Wow. So Phoenix Rising will be facing one of Seattle Sounders, San Jose Earthquakes, or Sacramento Republic. Give me Seattle. I, I want, want Seattle. Seattle. You want Seattle? I You're want both Seattle. taking Seattle? I want You're... Seattle. I want hey, they're in the Seattle. Champions they're League right now. Here. Here. It's got to be here. got to be here. Oh, yeah. that's true. They got two midweek games. Yeah. In a final. So they're gonna be Yeah. They and they got the obviously MLS games in the middle as well. Exactly. They're gonna be tired. No, that's when they're they gonna have to take that game. Mm -hmm. We might see a lot of those MLS next pro boys in. There you go. That's what I was about to say. Ooh. Exactly. So if we get Seattle Sounders, I like Sounders you thinking. I like you thinking. It's gonna be a little bit difficult for them because they're in that finals against so Pumas, the team from Liga MX. So 
We'll see. So just fingers crossed. One more time. Yeah, just reading it through quickly. It. <laughs> quickly for the chat. One more time. Phoenix Rising will draw one of Seattle Sounders, Sacramento Republic, or San Jose Earthquakes. So give us a shout. Who do you want to draw? Give us a shout in the chat, please. Pop it in the comments, please. Pop Drop it in it. the comments. You know, I hear if you put it in a super chat, then uh, Ramon. No, stop uh, that. Stop that. Stop. Yeah, Ramon no will more. take an OGs if you're right. <laughs> Ramon will take an OGs if you get it if right. If we beat any of these MLS teams, I will take it. So there if you go. If we beat any of these MLS teams, drinks are on Ramon. No, stop. With the, Over in the casino. What is he he's doing? He's putting 100 bucks behind the bar. <laughs> And you come up and get your hundred bucks. That's like two drinks over there. That's and not I, a lot. Not gonna lie, boys. We still owe them something for reaching that five hundred mark. Oh, it's that's the OGs. true. It's the OGs. We'll do the OGs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, this is some exciting times. Thank you to the U.S. Open Cup people. Thank for you, the U.S. Groups. Soccer Federation. You just got in in time. <laughs> putting in the groups thank here. You. Thank All you. All right. David Applegate. Yeah. Thank you so much. Exciting times to be a rising fan. Uh, they're in a, a pretty long winning streak now, if I can count correctly. Uh, let's see one. One, two, three, four, five. Five-game winning streak. So not bad at all right here. Uh, good times right now. Uh, exciting times to be part of this U.S. Open Cup. So round of 32, we'll find out tomorrow at 9 a.m. and see who Rising will be facing off and seeing if they're going to be facing off here at Wild Horse Pass. So any other thoughts, y'all, before we, we wrap it up? To, we might have to talk this through a bit tomorrow. Just hang fire for confirmation on that. But yeah. we may have to talk through the results of this draw tomorrow. Let's take a look, see what it is. See what happens. But again, this could be the first time since 2014 that an Arizona Eight years team ago. That sounds really scary. Played against an MLS <laughs> club in but, a competitive match. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll go, my final thing is first, shout out South End. You, you kind of rebutted, you rebutted this New Mexico fans that were chanting here and there that this was quiet and all that, but they got. Shushed up very quick. They were singing so. Baby Shark. Yeah, I know. They were singing Nico Brett's name to Baby Shark. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> questionable. And just to the fans, shout out to all those in the comments, you know, mm -hmm. all those watching. But celebrate. I mean, we talked about how hard this back-to-back -back game was going to be. They got two wins. Yeah. We got to celebrate that fact. Celebrate Wait, it, man. This is a shout here. Just so people know, North Central is a group. This is a separate one that's really interesting. Yeah. So Northern Colorado Hellstone, we kind of knew this was a thing, could have their reward beating RSL could be a trip to play Colorado Rapids. Ooh. Woo. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I mean, not, I don't want to say anything about the Rapids, but, you know, Hailstorm, if they can pull this through, man. The Rapids. That'd be pretty fun, so... Uh, but, yeah, no, thank you to everybody that's been tuning in. I appreciate y'all so much. Uh, most likely we'll have a show tomorrow, right? Yeah. Is that confirmed? Yeah. We will. We will confirm that tomorrow <laughs> we're, we're in the works we're in the works, <laughs> in the works but tomorrow yeah. thursday 6 p.m yeah, will he's be... here promising things that he doesn't deliver I, much on... like the ogs oh my god so <laughs> much like that's, the OGs. that's sean's fault peacemaker that's i'm looking at you Not me. but yeah we'll but see we, we'll see what happens before tomorrow. we go, is go anyone, has anyone given us any uh things they want to draw in there yeah sacramento sounders and scott said an interesting one salt lake has such a youth presence here be great to beat them and establish Arizona for Rising. That is true. But we can't draw them. Because they're out. Them. Yeah, I know. They're out. So. Yeah. I mean, if it's we okay. get by our group and they get by Here's their group. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. Yeah. If you want your kids to play for a team that can reach the fourth round of the Open Cup, <laughs> don't make them play for RSL. Oh, no. Wow. 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 All right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up for tonight here at Wild Horse Pass against uh, Phoenix Rising 2-1 over New Mexico United. Back-to-back -back wins for Phoenix Rising. 
send those New Mexico people packing back to Albuquerque. But great time. Next game will be on Saturday against Miami FC. Uh, looking forward to that one as well. Miami's pretty tough. Pretty Gonna tough. Haven't game. given up too many Gonna goals. Good good so, game. yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow if you do have the show. Uh, and uh, we'll keep you updated on that stuff. Until then, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, see you later.